You're listening to the Full 10 Yards of Britball podcast with your host, Timothy Lambert-Monk. Yes, welcome in and one and all. This is the full 10 yards Brit Ball podcast. Week five is in the headlights. It's, it's on the horizon and we are steamrolling straight through it. Not all teams are. Unfortunately, uh, we did say goodbye to uh, Horton Spartans this week, who have withdrawn from the division. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be the last to be, to be quite honest. Um, it is what it is. And this is what the season, yeah, this is this is 2021, folks. So um, as you can see, to my right, we do have uh, we have a, a very special guest joining us uh, today to run through the games that, that will be uh, participating in week five shall we say and um i, I mean it's really nice and one, one one benefit of social media is that you interact with someone for a little while and you think oh do you know what let's, let's just have a let's have a conversation with them so i've i've you know by no coincidence uh, I've, I've got the, the new offensive coordinator for the sandbox feeders mr uh, coach david butler uh david's uh, very a very warm full 10 yards welcome to you my friend and like i say I've, I've been wanting to get you on for weeks and i say it's just a coincidence that i get you on the week you've joined sandbox a good coincidence, bro. I appreciate you having me on, and I'm always glad to grow our game and talk about our game. So you know, happy to do what I can when I can. No, absolutely. I say it's uh, it's nice to like, say, exchange uh, tweets over social media of highlights and, and all the rest of it as well. And it's uh, I say one of the one of the nice guys that I, I see on my timeline. So yeah, I appreciate you for that. Um, I, I suppose we have to start off with with um, you, you, you yourself, obviously um, appointed this week as OC at Samwell, but obviously you've had dealings with Samwell in the past. So uh, give us a quick gloss over of, of how you got into the sport, how you got into coaching, and kind of the ins and outs of you know the the the, the indoor and the outdoor of, of the Samwell. Sure, I mean, sure. Uh, I got into coaching late 2009 um, via Shop to Revolution, actually. The Rebel was the first team that I actually joined. Um, I was actually looking to get in, involved with a certain offence, which was the air raid offence. And um, Coach Dave Reid at the Revolution was the only, the only guy that I knew anywhere near where, where we lived that running. So I uh, I contacted him and he was easy to come over. So I went over. I, I spent uh, the first few months like just watching and learning. And then in 2010, I went full on into the coaching staff as an assistant, then 11 positional coaching, and through there up until uh, offensive coordinator in 2013. I then left the Rev in 2013, uh, midway through the six, well, with one game to go. Uh, and and um, there was a, in almost the exact same positioning is that in 2014, Sandwell fired their head coach after two games, and uh, I was. Asked to come on board in that situation, along with the uh, coach Alexander, which we did, and uh, you know we we we, we helped build that uh, in the initial first stages of the uh, Stonewall Steelers. So we went on a good run from 14, 15, 16, and seventeen, and then they, they finished that push in 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 uh, nineteen. So and so so they they've had a good they've had a good a good run, so to speak. Mm. So they they've, that that transition that first period of, of the Stonewall Steelers era has been has been good, and you know. Um, They've, they've had a lot of success from, from that. So that's pretty much my coaching tree, my coaching journey so far. Uh, I spent uh, 2018 in a sabbatical, took a year off, and then 2019 I, I joined the Rev again because Neil, Neil Halsky is one of the best friends he's head coach. after to come along, which I did. And uh, we all stepped away during COVID because of the COVID thing, you know, with family and stuff and Aldens. We didn't want any part of that, so we all stepped away. And that's where I've been. I had no plans to return to coaching this year until... Of course, there has been another coaching uh, saga at Sandwell, which and then 
coach Andrew asked me to come on board and you know here I am yeah absolutely and um yeah I'd say the same way on alone in in the fact that you know, COVID has absolutely ripped apart, you know, Britball and, you know, teams that were, you know, on an upward trajectory like Halton were in 2019. Um, just absolute soul, well, I don't want to say soul ripped out of them, but you know what I'm trying to say is that they halted, halted that, that upward trajectory because I was really looking forward to seeing Halton this year and, um, let's say, you know, going down to Inver, Inverclyde in the, in the, uh, the, the kind of the Div 2 finals, wasn't it? In, was it Div 2? Yeah, it was in, 20, in 2019. And um, yeah, just unfortunate, obviously, the, the way that's kind of gone. But talking about the, the 2021 season, uh, and we'll get to week five shortly when so you, you guys have you're putting your wits against uh, against Tamworth. But your, your thoughts and opinions on kind of how the season has aligned, been aligned and how it's kind of played out. Obviously, yeah, we could spend hours on, you know, certain you know, divisions and teams and, what, and whatnot. But do you, th- do you, do you think um first and foremost that the divisional alignment where you've got prems prem teams mixed with div two teams is is right and do you uh, has it played out how you thought it was through as as we head into week five i think it's played out exactly how a lot of us imagined it would i know i was definitely with the crowd that was against the, the, the div two teams playing against the premier teams just because of the of, of exactly what's happened in terms of if they actually turn up and play they're going to be bullied and then end up with you know 15, 16 inches, and they can't fulfill the fixtures from that period on. Uh, and then, obviously, the, the issues, the other issues along with that, are the, are the, which I've, I've come to realise in the last, what, eight days or six days since I've, I've been here, is, is co- the COVID regulations and stuff are, are, are real, and the, the, the pandemic is real. And we know we've got guys up missing left, right, and centre for this weekend. And, you know, you, it's like, you, as an outsider, when you're not involved in it, you you know, we're sitting here, like, like I was with you a few weeks ago. Watching your stream, and we're talking. I hear you talking about it, and you're like, oh, so and so is missing. But the reality is that that this pandemic is all is, is real, and you know people are, are missing. So you know, I, I it's gone exactly what I expected it to. Um, I don't think that uh, you can ask the Premiership teams to take the foot off the gas too much because they they pay the play too, right? And yeah, then yeah, they yeah. get their depth, and their depth is probably better than most of two teams and the lower of one teams anyway. So you know, what can you possibly do? Uh, I think the the one team for a season was too much for me. I think that we should have taken it off and maybe just arranged for this. I don't know why we needed to have this season, whether it was for just for the sake of it or whatever. But uh, they felt they felt the need, and whatever Buffett did was going to be wrong, no matter what happened. So you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those things where you know, in hindsight, you know, you wouldn't do it, but you know, it is what it is. And in the, for the most part, I feel I feel teams and players want to play, so they're going to go and play. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, it says it all that you've got teams like the uh, yeah, Sonnen Thrashers ringing up the the Olympians, and you like this weekend you've got a scrimmage between the the Vikings and the Titans. So, I mean, that that pretty much says it all you, all you need to know. But um, talking of, of the first four weeks, obviously, you, know, you keep a keen eye over the Britball world. Any particular team that has caught your eye? Obviously, there are some teams that have, have thrived. Um, uh, we've got an interview coming up with next week with um, with the Darlington Steam head coach uh, Darren Mitchell, and he's he's saying how how they've they've thrived and they say they, they their numbers are great and they. they they're kind of going from shape to shape. Obviously, that's not going to be the same the case for every team. But any particular team that's caught your eye, either surprised you, good or bad. Um, obviously, the ones that are still with us, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think most people will share to Kent. I think they've they've done an exceptional job. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. Player-wise and coach-wise, I think that they're they're the guys that have, have shown the most brightly. Even though they've not won a game yet, but it's just the uh, the close. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. and uh, as always, I think Manchester Titans uh, head and shoulders above everybody else's organisation. In this country, far, yeah. by far, yeah. So, you know, those two for me are the, are the, are the short lights. Uh, I don't really want to single anybody out in terms of who's been poor because you know, every year 
every team is different. And, and like I said, you know, like we'll be going into Saturday's game with a bunch of rookies and a bunch of first year guys, and we, we are two or three inches away from being in those same positions that everybody else is. So you know, you could, I would never tarnish anybody's uh, you know reputation or team reputation because we, we are we all all literally you know two inches away from. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Folding for the years. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I say I flashed through week four score lines up, and I, th- I think let's say I'm not, I'm not speaking out of turn, but I think I think quite a lot of people, certainly in all the Facebook groups I'm in that cover cover Britball, and I think the Torbay Trojans have, have been a team. Obviously, again, I, I don't know, I'm not in that part of the country. I don't really know what goes on in, in, behind the scenes in, in Torbay, but I think quite a lot of them were expecting, uh, quite a lot of people were expecting Torbay to to be you know, as, as equal as they were kind of back in 2018, 2019. Um, and so the, them to lose, uh, I think it was it three games now. I think that was, that was maybe a surprise. Um, but yeah, like I say, say Sussex Thunder, they've struggled with numbers. And they, like, you, like you say, coach, it's you know if you've struggled with numbers, you're struggling to going to put points on the board. But yeah, I, I echo your sentiments around Kent. Um, it's, it, I tell you what, a team I, I am excited to see not this year but next year as well is Nottingham Caesars. I think they've got a, a good little thing going there from from what I've seen and heard, and obviously the results, yep. um, obviously the winning games. So uh, at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, I mean again. Again, with Nottingham, and I, you know, I've got a lot of time for Grant up there. He's a good, he's a good lad. Um, it's it's, it's also, of course, the, the level of opponent too. You know, they played a lot of weaker opponents, so they're always look good. They'll they'll be judged next year when they get back into the Div One when they're playing the Rev. And yeah, yeah, that's where they'll be judged more yeah. harshly. Um, yeah. In terms of Tor Bay, I don't know much about Tor Bay, but you know, I know there's always a power struggle between them and Cornwall. And I think the players flip flop all the time. So there's, a, there's one year Tor Bay strong, and the next year Cornwall strong. So you know. There was just a bit of flip flop down there, you know. When I've when I've been on holiday down that way, and I've seen uh, my practice, the numbers have been good, and they've always looked pretty um, half decent whenever I've seen them. But I've never seen them play games, so you know, I would hold judgment on that. But they they look like a half decent screw. So again, yeah. like, again, the, the problem with with us is we're all regionalised, right? I, I, I can talk about the Midlands teams, but I can't tell you much about guys there. Yeah. I can't tell you much about us. So we, yeah. a lot of us guesswork in it, and you know, I hate to do that guesswork stuff. So. It's it's uh, it's always it's like you know we give people the benefit of the doubt because at the end of the day it's never it's never black and white is it? No, and I think the the epitome of that I think was week week one when we saw the Leicester Falcons go up against Tamworth and we saw who the who the hell is this quarterback and wide receiver combination that we've seen we've not seen him we've not seen we've not seen him since. No, but, but... I mean, but we we knew who he was we we knew way before then. Okay. You know no. we we heard we'd heard and we you know I saw a film on him way before they played against so that that so you know Tamworth would have known who he was. So, oh you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, but to, to the casual know, view, the casual view like me who doesn't casual know, viewer, yeah, yeah, but, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had, we had seen and heard of, uh, he was there and, and you know his ability, which is a very good quarterback, which obviously will face him. So that's not we've not we've not gained anything off of it. But you know it's it's it's, it's one of the, it's one of the things. But at the end of the day, Leicester have always had uh, American guys. And I've always in seventeen when we played them, they had American guys. They they had. Uh, Quite a few, and they were always good, and I, I enjoyed those matches because you know it makes you it makes you better. You want to play the best, right? So you know it makes you better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And do you know what? I'm going to blow my own trumpet for a little bit. I'm going to put week four back on there because anyone that follows my predi- anyone anyone that follows my predictions, I got 40, 14 out of sixteen right last week. So uh, whether that's good or bad, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm don't think I was ever going to be expected to get a tie. Although, yeah, to a, a stallions and blitz, uh, if you're going to pick a tie out of that group from from week four, yeah, that would have been one of the ones higher up on uh, on the list. But as you see, obviously a couple of postpones there uh, at the bottom, and uh, obviously yeah, the Leeds and, and Sheffield was, was downgraded to a scrimmage. But Dave. Uh, let's take a look at week five. Obviously, you guys are on a Saturday. Any is there any, any particular reason why it's Saturday this week? 
I suppose I suppose I'm away because like you said it's on a Sunday, but I suppose I'm away it's because Tamworth have the venue on a Saturday on a Saturday, not a Sunday. So that's all Okay. They they yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't the case that they didn't, they wanted to give you one less day to try and prepare for them. <laughs> no, they, they, they don't need any help because of me, dude. They they're a top, top, top organisation, dude. Uh, no, absolutely. Yeah, and Jason runs the toy chip, you know, they're they're not worried about me while I out there. No, no, that's fine. No, no, so, yeah, that'd be good. To do. <laughs> uh, it'd be a good, it'd be a baptism of fire. That's for, that's for sure. Any, Any um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's good to see. Uh, obviously, in the middle there, you've got the the Warriors and the Exiles and the Blitz and the Olympians. Obviously, in the London Division, they've not actually really well, apart from the Blitz and, and the Exile playing a couple of games. That's, that's not really been many two fixtures in there. But it's good to see uh, Warriors and the Olympians back on on the fixture list. Hopefully, again, nothing bad happens between now and uh, now and Sunday. Any particular fixture that you like off the top of there? Uh, that you can see in front of your screen. Um, a couple of that that, that uh, I, I do I do like that. I'm looking forward. I'm, I am looking forward to the the uh, the London the, the London Olympians against the London Blitz. Mm, mm, uh, yeah. And I'll coach Murray down at the, at the hours and you know good group of men. Uh, again, they're in the same situation uh, we are right now. They have got a lot of young guys and you know that 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 learning coming through. They lost a lot of guys to the exiles and stuff. So you're not there in a in a position where you know they're going to be fighting. And I've always been a fan of the Blitz. So that, that's a uh, Definitely one of the, the the games that are on my radar, and also you know I'll, we're all eager to see what the Warriors are going to be like, and you know, and how how improved are the Kent Exiles because this is going to be their their real litmus test, right? On, on yeah, yeah. Like, how do you cope yeah. against the Warriors because we just know how good the Warriors are in real, you know, in real life. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And let's say for the people that are listening, we'll just quickly run through the Mavericks at Thunderbolts, uh, Aztecs at the Bulls, Falcons, uh, Railroaders, Stampede, uh, Storm, Sabres, and the Spartans in the Essex Bowl. And a couple of a couple of fixtures that were played last week. You got the Hornets and the uh, and the Cheetahs uh, and the Re- Revolution and Surge as well. They uh, they played last week. And like I say, yeah, Warriors, Exiles, Blitz, and the Olympians. Uh, Wolverines uh, face the Miners. That could be a bit one sided. That one, yeah, judging off what uh, Lancashire did last week against Horton. But um, we'll, yeah. we'll obviously yeah, good luck to Lee. Uh, Gladiator. Colchester play Ooze Valley Eagles. That could be a, a, a close one. The Bournemouth Bobcats um, against uh, Sussex is an interesting one. I, th- I fancy the Bobcats to to win that one. And the Wivens against the let's say the struggling uh, Trojans this year. And then the South Wales Warriors get their their year underway as they travel yeah. to Worcestershire. And then the Oxford Saints against the Wembley, Wembley Stallions team have probably been one of the more uh, um, one of the more impressive teams this season from from what I've seen. I've seen uh, bits of of them, but they've yeah, they've really uh, been a team that stood, have stood out to me. What do, what do you make, David? Of um, Kind of like some of these teams that, uh, or some of these games that have been obviously cancelled, forfeited, and all downgraded to scrimmages. How, how do you obviously? What's your your thoughts on how, kind of how that's obviously teams are different in and how they've gone about it? And you know, obviously, uh, what was the one this week? Is it the Apache and, and the Raptors uh, that has yeah. kind of been a bit of a debacle this week? And you know, they've not covered themselves in any glory. Your your thoughts on kind of how uh, how it's been managed? Uh, you know, teams essentially just picking and choosing if they want to play or not. They're picking and choosing, right? I mean, for a lot of the a lot of the guys, like um, you can understand it in certain in certain areas or after certain games, because let's just say I'll give I'll, I can give ourselves an example. Let's say we we pick up four injuries on on Saturday, that rematch next week may be in doubt then, and that's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So if 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 you got injuries and and they're legitimately a concern, or you got ten guys off. Off because of uh, you know the, the the binging of the phones, you can't control that. So and, no. and those those are uh, for me, which is a new thing really. I've not been around it, but that's a that's a real that's a real a real a real thing. You know you know you see, but you don't really concern yourself with it until you're about it. But yeah. um, the issue is like 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 the Raptors, they win a game and then they don't want to play the next game because they don't want to get beat 
by a better team. And and it's it, that that is it's tough to swallow, isn't it? You know, when you yeah. and those yeah. guys are paying the money, they're, they're ready to take a turn. So I, I don't hate on anybody who just want to play the game. I I, I, I get it. I, I get when the lesser the lesser teams don't want to play the big teams because you know matchup wise, it's not a good matchup. Um, you feel that you know it's it's never going to end well, and in terms of not just results wise, but injuries, and if you take a lot of injuries in one game, you could miss three or four games down down the road because of that playing that one game. So I, I get it. Uh, but I'm not a fan of, of picking and choosing when you play. You're either, either going to be all in or out. So I, I have a lot of respect for the guys like Holton and the teams like Portsmouth and for who pulled out before because they weren't sure whether they could do it. I have respect for it because it takes a lot because at the end of the day, you know, we all want to watch it and when we're involved, we all want to coach it, we all want to play it. So yeah. to, have, to have that thing where you go, you know what, we shouldn't do because for us, as especially as a coach, we have that safety aspect as well. The players may not like it, and some of the coaches may not like it. Yeah, but we yeah. have to put our hands up and say, you know what, we've got to be careful here. You know, or we shouldn't be doing this safety role. It's, it's, it's a danger. You yeah, know, yeah, and, it's not, yeah. and then it's a case of it's down to the organisation, not the mm. individual. That. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about that situation, to be honest with you. Mate. Yeah. Um, it's a tough one. I, I, I see both sides of a, of a coin, yeah. but I don't like when they're when they, when it's like a, a tactical withdrawal, as we call it on, on the social media. Sure. I don't, if it's a legitimate withdrawal, then I'm, I'm fully on board. And if, it's, yeah. if it's a dangerous situation, again, I'll, I'll totally accept it because nobody, no Div 2 team is signed up to play the Warriors. No Div 2 team is signed up to play Tamworth, you know. No, 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 I get that. And then, I mean, a shout out to obviously some of the some of the games that postponed this week. Uh, Humber obviously letting Sheffield know early on, and uh, fair play to to Sheffield creating a, a Spotify playlist on uh, with the yeah that that was quite funny. I, I mean, that, that, that some guys have got good Twitter accounts. I'm telling you, real yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Lincolnshire Bombers obviously is Lincolnshire. Yeah, Also, Chester are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Humber are pretty good. You know, that give that give you a laugh, and it was a good. It was a good yeah. job from uh, Sheffield this weekend to come back with that, you know. Make yeah, everybody's getting on board with these memes now and stuff. No, absolutely. I mean, I'm um, yeah. <laughs> do you think um just to just point on obviously you know the volatility from from week to week of teams and this and you know divisions or one or do you think we'll finish the season obviously we've got scotland coming to the coming to the fore next week and you know they're behind of well i say behind they're technically they're behind you know obviously level zero in in terms of restrictions uh yep. do, do you think as the season as a whole do you, do you think we're all season all divisions will at least get the majority of their games done or do you see like a division fall by the wayside or I think I think most will get will get most of the games done. I think that, I think that the the trend that's happening right now will continue till the end. But I feel that most teams will play at least probably three four games, and you know I can't see anybody getting every fixture in. I just I just can't see it happening. You yeah, know? no. So I, I, I'm sure that everybody will have at least one, one one or two. And I think if you're if you're a if you're a bigger, a bigger a bigger name a bigger a bigger team that you know, you might want to look look to um, you know I guess some maybe some um joint practice with someone later on in the year because, you know, they're not going to get the game that they need. And because yeah. it's like, a, our, our class is the development year, so I've been saying this on Twitter since the beginning of time. So for yeah. me, like on Saturday, all our guys will play. If I didn't do that, then I would be like, you know, I'll be a lawyer, so that's not going to happen. So everybody's going to play because we, we are here to develop our players and I believe in that. But uh, so to, if, it was a, if it was a real season and, it, and we were in the Premier League or they're in Div 1, Winning become winning is first and foremost before anything else. And so that's a lot of those prem teams won't won't get to play their second and third strings as much as they probably would or should in any other any other chance or circumstances. So for me, now this is the perfect chance for those those teams that in who have the depth of two, three, four depth to yeah. get on 
give everybody a go and let them play. Let them get filmed. Let them get graded out. Let the coaches see what they can do. And yeah. that's, that's what I like about it. If, if we all approach it that way, it'd be great. But as I said before, even the Premier teams, they pay their money. They're, they're allowed to do what they want. And if, you know, some games aren't even getting to half time. Like the Red game at the weekend didn't even get to half time. You know, it, it's, it is what it is. And everybody pays the money. And, you know, and I, I respect anybody that turns up and, and takes a thumping because, you know, you know, it's not easy. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, just a point on obviously, uh, yeah, COVID, COVID's not going away. Do you any fears from your from your perspective that whether you're coaching or, or, or wherever? Do you, do you think that? Um, I pose this to the question to uh, the guy at Darlington, um, Darren Mitchell from Darlington. Do, do, you, do you have any worries that next season could be the you know twenty twenty two could be the same as twenty twenty one, where it's regionalised and COVID still obviously rearing its ugly head? Or do you how, how confident on a scale of one to ten do you think we'll go back to uh, you know Prem North, Prem South, and all the rest of it? Six, five, six. Yeah, I, I was not going away anytime soon, dude. And, and as I said, the more I've been around the team in this past week, the more I can promise you that we're having guys going down constantly. And not because they've got it, you know, there's, there's been no confirmed cases, as far as I'm aware, with it, since the whole, whole thing began with in Samuel. But yeah. people are getting pinged, the people have been off for 10 days already, but I've got there because they've been pinged. It, it's a realistic thing, and I, I, I don't think that once the, the floodgates have been open, I can't see how it's going to uh, drop off. It's only going to go up for the next the next uh, short term. How that affects 2022, I don't know. I hope it's the full season. I hope we get, we get what we can, but you, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if we were back in lockdown before then. We'll be starting. Yeah, obviously the uh, the be to the uh, the dismay of uh, teams up and down the country, like I say. But yeah, it's a, yeah, I've spoken to a couple of teams and they've said that one at least one benefit. Obviously, you know, you can play your, your second and third strings on that, but also the cost of, of travel is is, is you know, dive dive down, um, yeah, un, yeah, un, 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 un about amounts. So uh, they really say as well. But I, I know I know there is obviously an appetite to try and try and get back to what is you know hashtag normal or whatever in twenty twenty two. But obviously that remains um, to be seen. So just a quick word then. On on Tamworth on on Saturday, coach. Um, how uh, I don't know how to word this. How easy or how hard has it has it been to try and you know talk to the players? Obviously, you know, you have you have your huddles and and, and whatnot. If you yeah, yep. again, you can't obviously over. You can't you can't teach it all in a day. You can't teach it all in over even in a week. But um, anything that you've tried to get to to into the players that um, they may not have known prior to you coming in, or obviously I, not. I, I mean, to be fair, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It's it's definitely. Um... A project I wasn't expecting to take on at this point, and it's a project <laughs> that, that uh, I am, um, it's definitely all, all hands on deck. You know, Zoom is my new, already was, but he's my new best friend. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you know, take it over. And I hate to take, uh, one of the things that I was on record right now is that I hate to come into a job and take over from somebody else. Because I, I, as a coach, you'd never want to see anybody else, unless they're leaving their own accord. You don't want to see anybody get fired or whatever. You know, I spoke to coach Ken DeVoy, he's a good guy, he's a nice man. Uh, I've got no issues with him at all. Uh, so it's it's a bit difficult for me to jump in and 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 do this, but from my own perspective, uh, myself and Coach Kent are far different in terms of offensive philosophy and offensive uh, systems. So you know we we've had um a good couple of sessions where we've literally changed the, the entire offense, and uh, so what 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 we did uh, you know we've changed everything from signaling from to everything to uh, get as many plays in that we can. Uh, the guys have been absolutely exceptional, every one of them. You know, and as I said, the the, the offensive uh, personnel there right now is, is literally five percent from that from that uh, 2019 team. There's nobody left. There's no everybody's gone either because of it was time to go, or they chose not to play, or they what they've gone on to with other teams. So the the actual the obviously all all everybody sees is, is the Samuel bag, the Samuel brand, 
But in terms of in, ter- in all terms of purposes, they are. It's also it's almost like their second regeneration. Their, their first time they got they got to rebuild from within, and uh, so you know it's gonna it's gonna be a, a process that, that that's gonna take a long time. But um, the, the plan is to you know is to be competitive this year and, and build to get to get into the um yeah, to, to take that first step in the Prem and survive next season. You know, nobody's under any impressions they'll be gonna go in there and do a you know an amazing uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, we're realistic and we just want to be the best that we can possibly be. But yeah. it, in terms of personal, in terms of uh, taking a job on, definitely the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, and obviously, nobody wants to play Tamworth, full stop. And you don't ever want to play them with on a week's notice either. You know, <laughs> not a lot you can do. And um, you know, but we'll we'll give it our best. We'll give it our best try, coach, and, we, uh, and we'll um, hopefully give a good account of ourselves. You know, nobody's saying that. You know, it's going to be anything other than that. You know. Yeah. what it is, but we're going to give it a give it a good shot. Yeah, and as I said, we we know Coach Scott more than well in on on this podcast, well, so we know it'll, it'll take no prisoners. I, 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 from, your, from your from your perspective, you wouldn't want it any other way anyway. So yeah, like I say, baptism of fire. Go out and enjoy yourself. Go and see go and see what you have got. Go and see what they're made of. And then like I say, if, for the benefit of everyone that is uh, that is into into their bit brawn, and maybe anyone that's watching this, so you can watch that on YouTube. It's on on side productions on Pride TV. Um, so obviously, David, you won't be watching it from from the from YouTube. You'll be watching it from the sideline. So I look forward to seeing. Uh, I've, I've been enjoying these games from from. from the sideline for a year and a bit now I'm like you know I could have got used to it I was enjoying that last game and now all of a sudden I'm like I'm yeah. just we'll out there and we'll throw you in against Jason quite a quite yeah, a bit, a bit bit of a closer view from the sideline getting yeah getting yeah. your feet getting your feet painted um but yeah obviously uh good, good luck to you obviously good luck to you and, and your and uh your, your adventure with Sam obviously let's like say not expecting to pull up any trees in week one but hopefully let's like say the, the, the guys go out there and give a good account of themselves and let's like say come back stronger and is the say it's all about 2022 and, and putting putting the, the groundwork in now and uh and then obviously watching that blossom and, and bloom into into when you go into the prem uh next season but yeah coach obviously nice and short and sweet obviously you can see your, your twitter handle that there if you want to get in contact with uh, Coach Butler, Coach at Coach D Butler, I think I've got that right. Um, well yeah, excellent, cool. I'm not, I wasn't drunk when I did that. Um, yeah, <laughs> obviously, yeah, thanks for joining us on, on short notes. Like I say, really, really nice to, to put a, a face to a name, and um, obviously, hopefully, somewhere down the line, obviously, we'll get you and you, you and Stuart on and see how the season's going. Obviously, you know, we, we have the benefit of and the privilege of, of sponsoring Samwell for, for the next year or the next, I think it was it, 11 or 10 months now. So, uh, obviously, yeah, we're excited for Samwell. We're big fans of Samwell, so uh, good luck to you and the rest of the season. Uh, just before we do go, uh, obviously a bit of housekeeping. Uh, another another chance for me to boast. Uh, obviously, as you know, anyone that's been watching uh, over the first four four weeks of the season, I've been going up against the guys at UK American Football Scene and, and the Britball and Vodcast. And as you can see, I'm wiping the floor with them. Uh, through through four weeks, fifteen points clear, which is the equivalent of five fixtures. But so uh, you can see why five fixtures there. Tamworth and Samwell is obviously one of the fixtures uh, we have to predict this week as well. So there there you go. I won't I won't be giving away what my uh, predictions are because I don't want anyone copying my answers. Although they probably have to go against it. But uh, but there we go, Coach. Uh, thanks again once for for joining us uh, ahead of the preview, and no doubt we'll have you on again soon. Thank you for having me on, and thank you for everything that you do for our great for our great game. I I, I love to see. Uh, you know, people uh, and contributors make it, you know, uh, influence doing something for our game. So, uh, you know, 
love what you do keep it up buddy appreciate it thanks yeah that's yes, great fun and i say it's always nice to, to to get interaction obviously you can get us out for f10y britball on the twitter i uh, say so if you are watching on youtube give us a give us a subscriber over 100 subscribers now so that's always that's always good to see yeah um i, d- I don't know what a, what a good number is but it's it's, it's not it's not going to be a, it's not going to be an alternative job put it that way um but we'll be back next week there will be uh, i've mentioned uh, i chatted to darren mitchell the head coach of the dance and scene that will be in your feed next week as well nice little good chat with him another another guy passionate about uh, about the sport in this country as well so make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that and if you are watching this before sunday keep your eyes peeled on our main twitter handle at 14 yards a big announcement coming on sunday with regards to something a bit more on the nfl side of things so um everything that we would do and that that will contribute towards the the brit game as well so keep your eyes peeled on on socials for that and facebook and, and all the rest of it and instagram and all the bloody social medias that are about so um yeah thanks again thanks again to to coach butler uh, we'll be back again next week uh, when we do this all again for the game.